all amazing sensitive minds. Welcome to the 13th episode of the Great Sensitive Mind podcast. From proper breathing and cold training, we are back to the work environment. This time I want to focus on the self-employment part because I think it's good to devote one episode to this topic and uh, also I have seen many online discussions mentioning self-employment so let's see how can I be of help. As usual before I start here are my few notes. I recommend to continue with my trailer episode zero where you can learn about my podcasting channel and then follow up with the rest of the episodes if you started with this episode as first. And secondly, usually uh, when talking about highly sensitive people, I'm taking a lot of information from books and websites about this trait, mostly written by Dr. Elaine Aaron. Uh, many of you know that I'm always putting the sources into the description. And the final note, when I say HSPs, I mean the highly sensitive people. Today, I will try to look at the self-employment from different angles and always at how our high sensitivity influences it. Let's start with the basics, what self-employment is and what it brings mostly for HSPs. I don't think I need to spend so much time with explaining the meanings, but let me point out some of the characteristics of being self-employed, which I find relevant and important to focus on if you want to or if you are self-employed. Uh, but in short, I like the explanation from Dr. Uh, Checker in her Making Work Work for HSP book. Um, she says that employment is a single individual who has no full or part-time long-term employment and who prefer to stay solo and run the business alone. Uh, taken from page 168 precisely. First of all, as the name suggests, we talk about self and therefore it is uh, an employment of us. We are managing ourselves from all points of work or business field, which if we think about it, requires a lot of attention to many things. In order to be successful, and uh, I don't mean necessarily the money or fame part behind it, successful with ourselves inside, we must perform well, not just on the work, but also on our personal part. Um, to put it into the classical company division, we are all departments. We are CEOs, uh, the HR, the finance, the administration, the PR and marketing, uh, the client service even. Um, even if we outsource another company to handle some parts over, we as people are still managing ourselves and that is a great deal. We are the employer and the employee at the same time. And to make sure that business is fine, the relationship between uh, our two roles must be fine as well. We must also remember that whatever we are going to do as self-employed, we should have a good understanding of the business part of the occupation. I surely recommend to uh, study business even if you don't know that much about it yet but considering being self-employed 
However, even when you work as employed at a company, you can probably understand that there must be some kind of structure behind it to run it as smoothly as possible. Actually, let's stay with the departments I mentioned and look at each other separately. Let's try to compare with the employment and also concentrate on our highly sensitive trade. So we start from the top. Uh, there we have the director, CEO, boss or head manager, anything you want to call it. For a moment, people can think that as an HSP, you might not be able to uh, be self-employed because you may struggle with this part to start with. But that's not 100% sure. All books and articles I have read about this topic stress out that there are many HSPs that are self-employed and doing very well. So don't let this freak you out at first. Um, it is not easy, definitely but it is not easy for many people, non-HSPs included. The importance is to believe in yourself and in your business, no matter if it's a service or product you sell. I personally think that uh, that's why it is so important to be happy with your work at first place. That's again recommending listening to my 11th episode to learn about this more. Uh, to feel that your work can bring some better meaning to you or to the world as you wish. The healthy self-confidence and self-reliance is something with what HSPs usually struggle but should be learned and maintained. Less self-confidence gives us less belief in ourselves and thus what we do. Think about it like this. If you have a boss who doubts his abilities to run the company and believe less in the purpose of the product or service, does it make you confident? Not really, right? For dealing with self-confidence, I really recommend Elaine's book, The Undervalued Self, which deals with this topic a lot and can definitely help. Uh, in your situation, you don't always have someone else to persuade you to believe in yourself and your business. You can have your friends and families for support, which I always endorse, but they can't and shouldn't, honestly, be there for you 24-7. So if you still need help with self-confidence and self-belief, uh, reach for some help and advice. continue with HR, which means human resources, for those who are less familiar with what this department usually does, as the name sometimes sounds very strange, HR is in the company uh, there to hire employees and keep them, let's say, happy. <laughs> HR takes care that the right people are at the right positions and doing the job they should be doing according to both their experience and abilities but also their wish and uh, it takes care of any problems that may occur in between employees as well 
Um, so in the case of being self-employed, it is quite obvious that the focus is on one employee being you, being happy with what they do, but also happy with the employer, also you, being sure, uh, making sure that the business goes well. Sounds complicated perhaps, but let's put it in simpler way. Make sure that you keep doing what you love and not lead yourself to burnout. There is always a possibility to change your work if you don't feel comfortable and leaning towards treachery, as you may recall from my episode before, or you can try to find a solution for the situation, maybe to find an outsource help. Being a highly sensitive person and uh, a confident one gives you the possibility to look at things with deep focus and great analyzing skills. Uh, don't forget that as highly sensitive, you can see subtleties, easier solve issues when you concentrate. Uh, so don't be afraid to use these skills to help you with your uh, business. department so as a manager of your business you need to make sure that everything is in line or on time and at the right place to put it simply after all your business is one big project that needs to have strategy aims plan structure timelines and deadlines all the documents communication lines and finance charts behind Believe me, as a manager myself, I know this part covers a lot to work and tasks to do. Um, it has some advantages. For example, you can decide on most of the things on your own. Choose your workload, work hours, client you want to work with. Basically, most of the decisions are yours to be made. But of course, with that comes a lot of uncertainty, which comes with unknown situations that can occur any time and pressure and stress which goes with multitasking and keeping all the things aligned just by yourself. As a highly sensitive person you must make sure that you pace your work well, that you don't forget about rest and balance your work with some time off as well. I recommend to listen to my previous episode about proper breathing and cold training which is a great method for having stress under control but i also recommend yoga or other um, relaxing or meditating methods on the other hand i truly think that our ability to pay attention to small details and again being able to analyze things thoroughly can help you a lot with managing and organizing your own business Many of us are also perfectionists, me as well. Therefore, use this quality for your prosperity while keeping things in order. Do not overdo it to put yourself under even more stress. Try uh, using your good judgment and evaluate your workload situation. And with your HR side, decide if you can handle just fine or if you need an external help with something.
This part we covered mostly the inner side of the self-employment. Now let's see when we want to open our business to the world, aka to the market. As I pointed out at the beginning, um, we must remember that no matter what we do, we are part of the market where we should find our place. Again, I highly recommend to take some courses about marketing as it's a lot more than one would normally think. Marketing is very much connected to the communication, how we communicate our product or service to the world. In my case, this is the most difficult part of my job. I am not keen on selling myself to the people. Not necessarily that I would not believe in myself, but more that I am not a seller or convincer inside. I don't like to push people too much unless I truly feel it's unnecessary. However, we can't forget that the market is really saturated and in order to find our clients, we must fight to find our place in it. Here I can advise to don't be afraid and use your empathy and create sense of allying with people to seek their particular interest in what you do. It again connects to the self-confident part I spoke about at the beginning. Believe in your product or service. Don't try to be something else just for the sake of matching something similar on market which is usually not the same. There is no wrong in seeking a niche market. Niche means very unique or not mainstream and target on that. After all, that's what marketing is all about. Don't be afraid to set up your boundaries. Don't be something you are not. Don't go somewhere you don't feel comfortable just because someone else is telling you. You can lose clients, that's for sure, but you won't lose your inner passion about what you do. And that's what is most important for your future. From my experience, I always get the most positive feedbacks only when I behave honestly and genuinely. People can see how passionate and honest I am about my work and that's what makes them trusting me and my work. The other marketing part is about communicating with other parties who can do business with you, cooperate with you in some way. This part is a bit more tricky because you need them to help you with your business and sometimes they don't have to meet your expectations regarding the outcome. Yet you still need them and thus you should learn how to be a good negotiator and many times even a diplomat if you want to make sure your company keeps going. And again here, to repeat, the best is to keep the balance in between your boundaries and the needs. After all, there is no better way to learn than from experience. You need to accept that many times you may fail and make mistake, but don't be afraid from it and use your trade to help you to acknowledge and process the things well for the next time. Another important factor is that you should keep distance from your business partners and not make them too close to you personally, just for the sake of the work proximity. Of course, there might be people you like to spend time with even outside the work time. But don't get worried if you don't want to share more time with them when they ask you for it. 
This is again the importance of boundaries. Set them for the length of your partnership distance as well. Why, you may ask? From experience, I can only tell you that in business, there are many times things that can get uncomfortable and you can't really make judgments or decisions covered by emotions or personal favors. HSPs tend to put others first instead of themselves and you may risk to lose a lot just for your personal wish to help someone else. It may sound harsh, but after all you are as important as they are. What I want to say for the end is that we should not forget how much important for the self-employment the creativity is. Creativity may seem as a word to be linked more towards the artistic world, but believe me, you can be creative in many ways. The essential elements for creativity is fantasy and also the ability to always look further behind things which one may find definite. Always keep your eyes open, as I say, and when you feel there is no other way to change something, don't give up yet and try to seek where you would normally not. And we reached the end. I hope I gave you some tips and tricks regarding being self-employed. I want to leave the work environment for now and come back to the relationship. Next time will be about intimacy. As usual, please follow me on my Instagram, The Great Sensitive Mind Podcast, if you have not done yet. I am posting their updates. And my email address, which you can find in the description, is always open for contact too. Thank you for listening and being here with me today. Have a lovely day. Bye!